What's up, everybody? Farewell the Vet here with his first episode of Left Your Brain Thinking. I don't know if it's going to be Left Your Brain Thinking or Left Brain Thinking. I think it should be Left Your Brain Thinking. Left Brain Thinking Media, Left Your Brain Thinking Podcast. Let's, let's go ahead and chisel that in stone. Hey, real quick, you know, um, last time I talked to a psychologist or whatever years ago, you know, I mean, we kind of came about the 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 fact that I shouldn't be watching the news for, you know, I mean, I probably make a whole podcast about why the fuck my crazy I shouldn't watch the news. Feel me? But um, man, I, I, I was graced in, in my past and I was blessed to have held a position in the United States military that it, it, it forcefully made me savvy of geopolitical situations. Um, it, it helped it helped me forever be able to analyze like what's going on. I mean, I've been out the military since 2010, but you know what I'm saying? I was so engaged in, in what's going on and, and who's involved and you know, and, and like I was supporting a lot of people that had, you know, their hands, you know, in multiple different, you know, areas of responsibility. But this one right here is something that hits home, right? Like this is something that hits home because when I was in the U.S. military, I was an analyst. I'll just be broad and just say I was an, an analyst. Then, um, you know, fuck it. I was an intel analyst. I was an intelligence analyst. And, um, you know, at, at one point in time, you know, people in my squadron... And people outside of my squadron and bigger, they they considered me like, you know, a, almost a subject matter expert on the country of Iran. Actually, I've got I've got military records in my dog's kennel. I use my dog's kennel for storage. Oh, um, I got military records that that still show. I mean, you know, uh, it says that they wrote on there that I was a subject matter expert. I don't know what it was about Iran. You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot of countries out there that. You know, if you're into military doctrine, if you're in the geopolitical situations, if you're in in the like, you know, economies, I mean, it's it just like anything, right? There's multiple countries that you can kind of mirror the, the U.S. with and, you know, have a conversation. I mean, obviously, if you try to compare the United States to like, I don't know. Like a, a third world country or a country that's not doing very well, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't really like compare the United States to Greece, right? Right? You know what I'm saying? But you can compare them to Iran. You can you can compare them to China. You know, you can compare to there's there's multiple different countries out there that, you know, are on on a global scale they're they're doing things, whether it's economically, militarily, whatever. I I took like a like a a liking to Iran. I think just because like of the weaponry that they have, you know, the their their arsenal of missiles, whether surface to air, air to air, you know, the types of aircraft they have, stuff like that. They don't have like a huge crazy like military you know, they don't have like warehouses of aircraft. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's not it's nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like how however many aircraft the Chinese have. Right. But it, you know, to them, it's like I always thought it was interesting that, you know, 
a lot of Americans perceive the Middle East as either being very rich or like very poor. And I, I don't get that because Iran is like an in- incredibly rich country. And um, man, they, um, they, they are predominantly um, Shiite Muslims, right? And so you have two different sects of Islam. You have Shiite and Sunni. Okay, and um, you know, really small Fisher Price definition of 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 wide, knowing you know what sect of of Islam Iran is, is because of the influence in the Middle East, right? Like Sunni Muslims, you know, you know, many of them they may believe in caliphate, right, and and um, or they might believe in in basically like Prince of Persia world, like you know, multiple multiple nations becoming one nation and under one power, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, Shiites, they, you know, they believe bloodline, right? They don't believe, you know, people should be voted in. They think it's a, a bloodline thing, a, a monarchy, if you will, you know, that's not too crazy. I mean, in England, right? We all know who's going to take the throne next, right? I mean, it's, 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 you know, so it's not, nothing too crazy, right? It can't be hypocritical on that. Um, Iran, they they have they have their hands tied with a lot of Shiite different organizations, you know, specifically like Hezbollah, right? So if Iran wanted to do something in the Gaza Strip, or if Iran wanted to have influence, or if they wanted to, you know, out of Lebanon, if they wanted to attack into attack into Israel or something like that, they could do it through Hezbollah. That's why, you know, the U.S. is saying now anything that happens in the Middle East, we're just directly blaming Iran. And, I mean, you couldn't really do that back in the day. You know, sometimes Hezbollah has 30-day wars with Israel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we all know about that stuff, right? You know, we can't forget it. We got to tie it all in together. So, you know, this attack with this name, I mean, I remember seeing reports about this guy, you know, and I remember seeing, you know, the, the guy that was just recently killed in, a, in an airstrike on um, in Baghdad. Like, I remember seeing his name, right? Like, it just, it was like really strange for me to wake up. And I thought, wow, like what an amazing way to just start my podcast this way, right? So here we go, guys. I, you know, um, I, I, feel, I feel like there's a couple things that need to be said. Um, first and foremost, I don't think I don't think that news agencies do a good job because not because they twist words, not because not not because they're reporting or twisting words or because, you know, because of satire or whatever else. Right. It's not because of none of that. It's because I think that news agencies should also be in the business of education. That's why like I I really like entities like PBS because like they'll do reporting on stuff, but then they also have time on the air for documentaries and stuff like that. Like something that America didn't do. It's like, well, okay, we have a bunch of like Saudis, we have a bunch of other guys like that that Supposedly get on these planes and, you know, and they wreak havoc on a really tragic day in this country. Not getting into all the conspiracies and all of that stuff just from the broad aspect of what happened, right? It's like at that point in time, America's press or really Western world press should have been like, okay, this tragic thing happened. 
everyone, let's stop. Let's all understand who these people are. It's you can't you can't just kill somebody and then just move on, right? And so like now, right? I should have done my podcast a couple months ago because I had a I had a post. It was actually it was like almost half a year ago. Oh, it was well over half a year ago. Sorry, my timing is terrible. And I I was there telling people on Instagram and people probably thought I was crazy. And I was like, what what are y'all gonna do if the Taliban what are y'all gonna do if the Taliban and the and and America, be, you know, become buddy buddies again, right? Like we, you know, like I don't think America can handle that shit. It's like, well, you know, especially if you take if you take like a like a middle class mom who has kids in the military, or God forbid, somebody that's well, not God forbid, we all know that like we've lost lives in war, right? So you take you take someone's you take someone's daughter. Or you take someone's son that lost their life to Taliban, and it's like, wait, this these people killed my son. Now we're cool. It's like, yo, just like you think America, you think you think the you think the regular, you think the regular American is just gonna be like, okay, cool. Or you think America's gonna be looked at by its people as like, oh, y'all are switching sides. Y'all are doing crazy stuff. They're the enemy. It's like, actually, wait a minute. What should have happened is right after 9-11, right after all that stuff, right? And, 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 and I'm sorry if my perspective is a little off. I lived in Germany when 9-11 happened. I wasn't in the United States. And on the news in Germany, like within an hour of 9-11 happening, Osama bin Laden put a tape that went viral on what was the internet back then and it was just going viral on tv and he said i didn't do that shit but if y'all niggas want to give me the fucking credit for it i'll take it and now i can't find that video and i'm not the only one and and there's been there's a couple people you know i don't know if it was fox news it was whatever but like during 9 11 they kept airing all the stuff they aired that tape one time and then that was it. And it's like, I can't, I can't help but think what the hell happened with that, right? But what should have happened is, as news agencies, we should have been like, okay, guys, this is the Taliban. You know, this is the Taliban. This is who they are. The Taliban is the legitimate government of Afghanistan, Afghanistan used to flourish, but then this thing called the airplane came about. See, if anybody wanted to trade with China, you had to climb through Afghanistan. And Afghanistan is a tribal country, like a tribal built country. And so you would have to go to these different tribes and you would have to like eat their food. So you'd pay to eat their food and you had to stay at their hotels and then you would pay for the women. Yeah, like yeah, that's that happened too. Like and so like they... You know, people traveling through Afghanistan, they would they were paying for stuff as they would go to trade with China. Right. And then when the airplane came about. No one wanted to ride a donkey through Afghanistan no more. Right. I mean, what's the point? Right. Um, We have to we have to look at a couple things. Right. We have to look at a lot of stuff. I mean, you can't just farm. You know, you have to look at all kinds of different things when you're talking about Afghanistan. It's not just go in there, blow it up, leave, right? Because we did that before to Germany, right? When Adolf Hitler was lying to the German people and then 
they got slaughtered. We blew up all of Germany and we left. This situation is obviously different, right? Right? Crusading. Maybe that has a part of a play. That's another podcast. But what we didn't do is go in there and teach people who Osama bin Laden was. We didn't teach people that, you know, he carried on the footsteps of his father. We, we don't teach people that the bin Laden family is responsible for like 80% of the infrastructure in the whole fucking Middle East as it begins with. We didn't teach them saying that like, they're, you know, they're single-handedly responsible for, like, the success of Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan. You know, like, like, we didn't go in there and talk about all this stuff, right? Because what I'm seeing now is, going back to this Iran thing, I'm seeing this play in, right? A lot of people, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck it, they're all the same, just kill them all. And I'm like, that's bogus, you have to know the difference. Before you shoot somebody in the Middle East, you should know whether they're Shiite. You should know whether they're Sunni. You should, you, if they're Kurdish, you should, you should know what you're doing, right? And it's like, and I think that, you know, us as American people, you know, when our great warriors are going over there, it's like, that's the difference between, you know, countries like, we're, we're, we're spending 20, 30, 40, maybe even $50 million a day to wage war daily, you know what I'm saying, in, in these countries and stuff, right? And it's like these guys, they don't have money. They're getting paid by Taliban or were, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, you, they're making explosives and they're making car bombs out using cow manure because shit isn't explosive, believe it or not. Go look it up. Actually, don't. Because they might, fucking the feds might start getting interested in you. Don't look it up. But, I mean, just take my word for it. Shit is explosive. Right? Pun intended. Pun not intended. Take it however you want to take it. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of crazy, right? It's like, wow, these guys really want it. These guys are willing to die at young ages. You know what I'm saying? These people are willing to put guns in little kids' hands and, and make them walk towards, you know, Western troops. And it's like, I mean... Dang, like I know a lot of I know a lot of really brave soldiers that had to make hard decisions, and we'll just keep it like that, right? You know, because it's like it 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 gets really messed up, right? But see, the problem is is that I predict the Taliban is going to help out the U.S. if anything was supposed to happen with Iran. I mean, the IRGC, right? Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, okay? Yeah, I'm not going to get all into that. You could go look that up. But what's not being specifically said and mentioned, and I don't know why, and if i fucking saying too much, I'm sorry, and, you know, I guess I'm in trouble. I don't give a fuck. Um, they have the, the Quds Force, Quds Force, the Quds Force, right? And it's a small entity, right? What the Iranian government does, it makes small packs of people, small tactical packs, and sends them out. For the longest time, the IRGC has been killing, Iranians have been killing American fucking troops in Iraq. Cuts force, right? It's what because they're not carrying, because they're not carrying, like they're not wearing an Iranian military IRGC uniform because they don't have an Iranian flag on them. These guys have been doing that, right? Whether right, whether wrong, 
These guys have been doing that. Why does Bin Laden hate? Why did the Bin Laden hate the United States so much? He hated the United States so much because there was Secretary of Violence, which is Shiite versus Sunni Muslim violence, and you know. A lot of the oil fields in Saudi Arabia were getting burned and, and stuff. And Saudi chose the United States over bin Laden to protect their oil fields. And he, he thought that Muslims should protect it. But for us, it was the biggest hustle, the biggest, the OPEC dollar. We went in there. We said, we're good. We'll protect your land. But from now on, every single barrel of oil that you sell, you have to sell it in U.S. dollars. That's why we had that huge spike with the, you know, with the Bush family and stuff. It was the biggest hustle. It was like, you want to, all y'all people talk about hustles and being a hustler and stuff like that. Tell me a bigger hustle in, in, in our lives other than like us going in there and doing the oil fields. And we're still seeing the effects of, of those decisions, like from the early 90s, still being made. And now, like, I just, I, I think everything that's gone on in Afghanistan is, like, really important. I mean, obviously, we've been surrounding Iran for a long time. But with the Taliban's help, we didn't have much presence in Western Afghanistan. I think that's going to change hella rapidly. So last time I predicted that the Taliban who is the legitimate, always will be, always was the legitimate government of, of, of Afghanistan. It doesn't matter what people do. It's, that's just what it is, right? And um, now they're all interacted and stuff like that after, you know, after 2001 and all that. But I predict that we're going to go and be body bodies and go kill body, right? Like, I, I really believe that we're going to go and we're going we're gonna to go in our, we're going to go and fight. And it's like, look, this type of stuff happens all the time, right? So, you know, I don't really think that Iran is going to retaliate. They might try. There's ways that they could. They could start shit in Israel. There's so many different ways they could pay. There's so many different bases, you know. But it's like just attacking isn't good enough. We, we hit Iran where it fucking hurts, right? This is a win. I don't care whether you're a Republican, Democrat, I don't care. Take it from me, an ex-intelligence analyst that has, has, has gone through so many reports and situations, real life situations of so many Americans that have lost lives because of fucking improvised explosive devices. A lot of them, especially if, if you were someone stationed in Baghdad or something like that, that would, there, there was a huge Iranian presence out there. And a lot of times these people were getting rocket propelled grenades. And it's like, where are these insurgents getting it from? They're getting it from Iran. You know, sometimes you can't point the finger at somebody and everyone believe and the evidence isn't there, but it fucking shows. So if Iran wants to retaliate, they're making themselves, they, they might as well admit to killing Americans in Iraq. Left your brain thinking.